Hello, this is Sarah Pearson, Features Editor at the Concord Monitor, here with Granite Geek David Brooks to learn more about an article he wrote this week. Hello, Dave. Hello, Sarah. So this week, your column talks about Science Cafe returning to Concord. Can you remind me what that is? You shouldn't need to be reminded. Uh, come on. Uh, the Science Cafe is a monthly discussion in a bar about some topic from a science or technical point of view. Uh, it was a grassroots thing, started seven and a half years ago now by a couple of science fans, and they wrote me into it. Uh, started here in Concord, moved to Nashua, now it's in both Nashua and Concord. We took the summer off, uh, but we're starting up again uh, next week here in Concord. So to start you off this year, your panelist is going to be Mark Abrams of Boston, who established something called the Ig Nobel Awards, right? That is correct. What is that? Uh, the Ig Nobel, please. Not oh. Nobel, it's Nobel. Uh, so the Ig Nobel Award, so let me back up briefly. So Mark Abrahams, um, he used to work, among other things, he used to work for a, uh, a famous pub, uh, parody magazine called the Journal of Irreproducible Results, which made fun of, uh, of science journals. And he actually went on and formed his own called the Annals of uh, Improbable Research, which still publishes. And so these, these had sort of pseudoscience-y stuff, uh, very funny things like, you know, the, the uh, doing an anatomy analysis of Barney, the purple dinosaur on TV, things like that. Um, but as part of it, he decided he'd try to start an event. So he started the Ig Nobel Awards, which was kind of a parody of the Nobel Prize prizes. And it just took off. And it's been going for 20-some-odd years now. He does it every year. He goes all around the world giving lectures about it. It's a big deal. The people in Japan just love it. Um, it and because he, he holds it, it was at MIT originally announced at Harvard, and because it's in Cambridge and where they are, there are real Nobel laureates participate. So there, it, it happens uh, in the, uh, the Sanders Theater in Harvard, which is a big fancy place. And they're up on the stage, and there's all these Nobel laureates, and they do all these goofy little skits. And all the audience throws paper airplanes <laughs> and dress up funny, and they give ten uh, prizes for science that has uh, that has intrigued them frequently because it uh, it involves sex or bodily fluids. Uh, but it's real sex. <laughs> I'm just uh, real sex. It's real science. <laughs> it's real science. Uh, and the way Mark describes it is the idea for this is the idea is to first get youth laugh and then get you to think, which I think is a pretty good way to put it. That sounds really cool. It, it is. It's a, it's, a, it's a crazy event. I've gone for many, many times. Um, there actually still are some tickets as we speak, although there's very few, and they might be gone by the time you hear this. Um, but it's, you know, hundreds of people, geeks and nerds, uh, having a party. And, and it, when I mentioned the Nobel laureates, for many years uh, there was a man who was the janitor. And so during the course of the event, he'd be going around on the stage with a broom, sweeping up stuff from all the paper airplanes people be throwing on the stage and all that. And he was, uh, he had won the Nobel Prize in Physics uh, back in 1977. There's several of the regular panelists have been Nobel laureates in different categories. So you're and telling me he knew the optimal velocity to push the broom? He did, absolutely. He was, uh, he was so efficient you wouldn't believe it. So anyway, so, but that's, that's the kind of event it is. So. What kind of science does it celebrate? Um, well, it's almost always real science. So some of the awards are kind of pointed commentary. He'll give a you know a sarcastic award to, to homeopathy or creationism or, or to Volkswagen, you know, for the way they polluted it. But most of it's to real science. 
that is sounds kind of funny um, or amusing or intriguing. <coughs> um, one of the uh, one of the classic ones was a study about why you can't break uh, dry spaghetti noodles in in two pieces. If you've ever tried to do it, you know you're sitting over the boiling water trying to break them so they'll fit in the pot. And you try and break them in half, they will splinter into multiple pieces every time, no matter how much you try. And so there was a, a research analysis uh, as to why this was and what the forces are within a thin rod under under pressure under, and uh, the, the the way the the waves of um, of energy and, and uh, pressure move within the rod. And it was it was real analysis, and this is something that could actually be useful for uh, engineering and for development of devices. But it was also kind of funny, and so they gave it one of their physics prize once year one year, and so everybody got up on stage and was breaking dry noodles all over. The stage. Uh, fortunately, they had a janitor, um, <laughs> and it's and in fact, it's still around. Just a month or so ago, some MIT students published a paper in which they analyzed ways that you could break dry spaghetti noodles in two, and the secret was to twist them while you were bending them. But you had to twist them very specific ways and bend them very specifically. So that's that's a that's a, a classic Ig Nobel kind of science research. And other ones, they go all over the map. Um, there's, there's been hundred, uh, as I say, a couple hundred have been worn now. Uh, some of the one there was uh, using advanced brain scanning technology to measure the extent to which some people are disgusted by cheese. That was a good one. What uh, another like one. cheese? Well, you know, some cheese is pretty disgusting. Another one was uh, investigating whether things look different when you bend over and view them between your legs. And the answer is sometimes yes. And uh, anyway, the fluid dynamics of cats, that got a lot of press. That was last year, which somebody analyzed, sort of tongue-in-cheek, but sort of not, about, you know, the way cats can sort of squeeze themselves into weird spaces and boxes and places, and as to whether they're actually better described as a liquid instead of as being a solid when they're in this cat state. So things like that. Lots of fun. That does sound like fun. Um, and so it should be a fun science cafe to start you off, too. Can you remind everybody when and where that's going to be? Absolutely. It's free, uh, open to anybody. Just come on up. It's at the Draft Sports Bar, which is 67 South Main Street. Um, it's sort of across the street from the, uh, the Capital Center for the Arts, roughly, mm -hmm. that part of the city in Concord. Uh, starts at 6 p.m. on Tuesday, next Tuesday, September 4th. Uh, just come on upstairs. Uh, it usually fills up, so if you want a good seat, come early-ish. Then there'll be food and drink uh, during the event lasts up to two hours. And bring some questions because it's just a question and answers, answer session. It's not a lecture. So it'll be a lot of fun. And if you didn't have a pen and paper handy to get down that address or time, you can learn more online at ConcordMonitor.com. And you can subscribe to this scintillating podcast on Stitcher, Google, Google Music, Podbean, or iTunes. Today's theme music is Little Smartphone People by The Spidekicks. <laughs>